Yeah, brother. Start cleaning those tires. Yeah, brother. Great time. Remember, they fan out down there. So protect that bottom. So Sunday drive. Five off, man. Face cars off. Be ready. Yeah, brother. Be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. Welcome, everybody, to the Inside Pass. I am Randy Miller. Tom Baker is uh, producing for us and uh, filling in, of course, as uh, as co-host because there's only two of us now. Um, But uh, that's okay. We have uh, a lot to talk about. Uh, Last week, it was all about silly season. This week, it's about... This week, it was just silly. It was a silly, yeah. There's no no season to it. It was a silly, silly weekend. Um, I thought a great weekend. Uh, Pocono was one of the tracks that scared me. Um, I'm glad that I was wrong. About that, um, and those of you out there that are still not sold on the next gen car, how dare you? Shame on you! Because Pocono put on a really good race, and it's historically been one of the most boring races. Traditionally, See, for me, that's why I'm still. I'm like I, that's scary that we just said Pocono put on a good race. Well, I know like, there's something about that that's just frightening. It's I've like been able to say that in what 25 know. years, and and now all of a sudden we can. I mean. Uh, I guess Michigan's the, the, the last real true test to see, you know, if they're going to put on a good race or not. But we've been proven wrong every single occasion so far. So, Yeah, I don't know if yeah. Pocono was such a – I don't know that I thought Pocono was such a great race as much as I thought that um, the strategies and some of the things that happened during the race kind of led to a big ending and then a another big ending. <laughs> you you had a, one big ending before the checker and another big ending after it. That's true. I think it was mainly just because you you got to see side by side racing. Yeah, you know, and it was it was it more exciting was than having somebody yeah. just go out and For dominate. Sure. Yep. You know, on a track like that. So it was definitely cool to see that. But yes, there was an ending and then another ending after that. That's still yeah. kind of going on. Um, as we record the show live. So we'll talk all about uh, what happened and then what happened next, um, I guess, uh, <laughs> leading up to that. The Truck Series uh, officially has their, uh, their their 10 drivers in the championship chase. So we'll talk uh, about the 10 drivers and uh, where we think uh, those guys are going to go. They're going to my favorite racetrack this weekend, um, Lucas Oil Raceway Park or O'Reilly Raceway Park or Indianapolis, whatever. Lucas Oil Raceway now. Yeah, I think it's, actually, I think it's it's Indianapolis Raceway Park at... Indy or something like they changed it back to IRP, but it's like Lucas Oil, Indianapolis. It's like oh, it's got really? like seventeen names now. Yeah. Anyway, oh. whatever. We'll step aside, take a break, and I'll figure it all out, and I'll tell you when we come back <laughs> from break right after this. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. So the answer to the question is, what is Lucas Oil in Indianapolis Raceway Park? Lawyer. 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 Yes. Now, it used to be, it was Indianapolis Raceway Park, then it was O'Reilly Raceway Park. So mm-hmm. it was ORP. Orp. Then it became Lucas Oil Raceway Park, so it was LORP. Then it became Lucas Oil Raceway, so it was LOR. Now it's Lucas Oil Indi- Indianapolis, Indianapolis Raceway, Raceway Park. Park, so it's LORP. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank <sighs> Glad we solved that that mystery. This is why the I'm Indi- sure the audience is just thrilled. <laughs> There'll be I, a quiz on this. All later. I can tell you is that has been, I'm, you know, for the record, I'm, I'll be 41 in two, three weeks, something like that. Um, that has been my favorite track my entire life. I don't yeah, know why. Really, I, uh, I, actually, I do know why. It's because of Thursday Night Thunder um, and the old USEC yes. sprint days uh, when they when they ran that track religiously. Um, and sitting on my couch watching, that was my first like real taste of TV, you know, racing uh, aside from outside of NASCAR. Um, so I just fell in love with like the USAC racing sprint cars and stuff like that. So that's where it came from, and that's always been my favorite track. Even even playing it on a video game. Um, it was always my favorite track to race at. So um, I love that track, and I'm so glad that the Truck Series gets to go back there. I'm hoping and praying that the uh, Xfinity Series goes back there next year um, and runs it up ahead. I think Arc is actually running there too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, Friday night. So um, at least the whole Indian, at least everybody's in Indy this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Xfinity and, and uh, Cup is over at the big track uh, running the road course. I do kind of wish they'd go back to the brickyard just once just to see what the next – I feel like the next-gen cars will put on a better show. I mean, we saw that 
this past weekend at Pocono. Why not give it another shot and see how they do on the Brickyard? Well, maybe. I mean, that that could be a thing. Um, and we're going street court, street racing for God's you sakes. You could try. Well, yeah, you could try. <laughs> you know, you could try it again. Um, I mean, the new cars may be different. Um, certainly, the other cars it got to the point where it's boring. But I'd rather see him go to um, <laughs> lawyer personally. But oh, I would. Oh my if, gosh, um, I would I do would a triple die. header there. But I, but I, I, if you're gonna, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing seeing try the next gen cars on the on the uh, brickyard. Well, I think that would be interesting. Gosh, that would be fantastic. I had a chance to announce a race at uh, Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park. Yeah, in the oh. mid nineties, it was uh, it was an East West Super Modified Showdown, and like. We had celebrities out there. Do you remember the show The Rockford Files? Mm-hmm. James yeah. Garner was there oh, with Dan Gurney. Wow. And they came up to the, the broadcast booth where I was announcing from. I was the I was announcing for the East Coast Supers and then you had a guy from the West Coast, so we were tag teaming it. And James came into the studio with Dan and, and um and I mean it took me a minute like I know the face. I right. know the face. Oh my gosh, it's James Garner. <laughs> and James used to race. Yeah. So, yep. you know, I started talking to him about the supers or whatever. I said, Would you ever get into one of these things? He's going, Oh gosh, no, these guys are crazy. He says, <laughs> but they're fun to watch. And uh, yeah, he, they, they, uh, they really were digging it, having a good time. But um, yeah, there were a lot of a uh, lot of people there that night, and it was just fun to do. That track is just an amazing track. I went back there a couple of years ago for another super show too. So, um, yeah, I love I love the place. I, but, I remember uh, the Xfinity Series used to run. It was the Kroger Two Hundred. They ran it every yep. year. It was a night yep. race before the well, even before uh, Cub went to the, the the Brickyard to run the Brickyard Four Hundred. Yep, um, they would always run. And then when the Truck Series, I think the Truck Series ran there up until two thousand two or something like that. Um, before they went away, the track isn't. It, IRP is not owned by NASCAR or, or ISC or SMI. It's owned by NHRA. I was just going to say because they yeah. own they own the drag strip right next door, yep. so they actually run that facility. Um, and so I think the contract that ended or whatever with NASCAR and I, they had a falling out or whatever, and so they have been away. They've been away for like, fifteen years now or whatever. Yeah. Um, but going back, uh, when I saw that on the schedule, I was like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, especially with this group of truck racers because they're so aggressive and this track is so bad fast. It's yeah. a three quarter mile track and mm-hmm. it is bad fast. Going to be fun. Oh, I love it. I love it. So speaking of the truck series, we do have our ten drivers that have will make up the uh, championship chase. I'll get to those in a second. Um, but the race on uh, Saturday afternoon at Pocono saw Chandler Smith pick up the victory, and and I hate Chandler a little bit because Nick picked him in fantasy NASCAR, <laughs> um, so Nick got uh, ahead of me in points. So darn you, Chandler Smith. Um, but I finished second because Ryan Priest is who I picked, and he came home in second. Uh, John Hunter-Nemechek, Corey Heim, Carson Hosovar, um, with another great top ten run. Austin Hill, Ty Majeski, Christian Eckes, Derek Krause, and Tanner Gray. Rounding out uh, the top 10, of course, uh, the eventual regular season champion, Zane Smith, started on the pole. Um, he ended up finishing 13th because he had some issues with his throttle getting stuck, which is probably not a good thing at Pocono. No. Um, that's a dangerous <laughs> thing to have. <laughs> that's when you just thank God you get out of there with a 13th place finish, keyword being finish, um, and you know just uh, enjoy your regular season title and get ready for the playoffs. So my question is, because he finished the race, is that, are you allowed to pick Zane still? Yes, because when I when I picked him, yes. he DNF'd, and I'm not allowed to ever even mention his name on the radio. Yes, I have I have special permission to okay. pick Zane. Yeah, okay, if good. if I choose to, uh, it was it was interesting seeing the Kyle Busch Motorsports trucks up front again, all together and and running well. That was uh, kind of a breakout race, I thought, or a comeback race for that group. 
And, you know, now that you're going into the playoffs and we start getting to some tracks like Loyerp that are sort of almost neutral tracks, um, you know, this really gets interesting now to me. Uh, I still think Zane is the guy to beat. Um, but, you know, you've got so many fast trucks right now that uh, and I still think Josevar is going to get a win in the playoffs at some point. So you got so much going on in that series. That is just um, it's amazing to watch those guys every week. I really felt bad, though, I have to say, for Todd Bodine because, you know, it was his last start. Right. And, you know, gets to what, 800. And, um, you know, everybody's blaming Haley Deegan. But, you know what, Todd, Todd made it three wide up the middle. I'm not sure Haley really thought, you know, it was kind of like, oh, gosh, there's a truck there. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know how many starts you have to make before you realize that probably doesn't work half the time. Especially that early in the race. Right. Sort of. Right. You know, looking at the video today, I was like, eh, I'm not. Uh, some, Haley definitely took a le- sharp left, but I'm not sure she was expecting him to be there. That could be a spotter thing. And, and regardless, I thought that was kind of a risky move for Todd. But Right. Exactly. Well, we anyway. have our 10 drivers. Yes. Um, we, we mentioned Zane. He is a regular season champion. So he goes into Indianapolis Raceway Park. Um, I, I like I better, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, he has track. a 15-point uh, advantage because he won the regular season championship, but he also has, what, uh, what 15 points more in playoff points than everybody else in the field. So those points are going to definitely come in handy Sure. Um, as we get later on, especially if he has a bad week like he had the week I picked him, but he won't because I won't pick him again. <laughs> um, Chandler Smith and uh, Ben Rhodes are second and third in the standings, uh, John Henonimacek. Stuart Friesen and Christian Eckes are 4th, 5th, and 6th. Ty Majeski, Carson Hosevar, Grant Enfinger are 7, 8, 9. And Matt Crafton is the final driver to make it in um, in the championship chase. Now, again, you look at the standings. You look at the people in it. I mean, obviously, Zane is going to be the, not the top guy because he's he's done the most. Um, if you look at race wins, he's got the most at three stage wins. He actually doesn't have the most stage wins. Ben Rhodes has the most right um, at eight. Um, but it's it's consistency, and that's what we always talk about, Tom. Week in and week out, all through the regular season, you got to have the consistency. But the consistency has to pay off in the playoffs um, because these guys only have what eight races left, or something like that, of, of the of their of their of their season. You can't have a bad week, or else you know you're you're, you're going to be sitting on the outside. Well, that's the key, and you know you can look at even Zane's situation the other day and say, well, if you were going to have, and again, your if your worst finish is thirteenth, you're not doing too badly, right? But if you're going to have an off day like they had, where you know you just have problems from the start and never get to the front, um, that was a good place to do it because you'd you'd already wrapped up your regular season title. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I'm a big believer that you always be want to be the one going into the playoffs with the momentum. So right. it's, what did you do for me yesterday? Well, um, I look at the, the KBM trucks and it's like, they really came out strong. And so not that, you, you know, Zane, they're, they're going to be ready to rock. I mean, that's, it's not like they're going to suddenly take a downturn, but um, you, you got to look at some of the guys that ran really well yesterday and say, okay, well, th- this just got a little more interesting. Zane may need those 15 points. That's true. So the, the, the first three races on their schedule is uh, Lucas Oil Raceway Park, Richmond, and Kansas. So those are the first yep. three races on their, in the first round of the playoffs, all tracks which KBM are good at. So we'll see what happens as we uh, go through the season. So we're going to step aside here, take a break, and uh, we'll have more on the Chuck Series news, and we'll switch over to Xfinity 2 right after this. Stay with us. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Strike two. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Path. With all of the news stories that have been breaking over the last several days, I completely forgot to mention we have a guest tonight. Um, Lane Riggs is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Yes. Um, and if the Riggs name sounds familiar, it's because his dad used to run in the Xfinity series years yes. and years ago. And Cup. Scott Riggs. And Cup, yes. Um, and uh, Lane is the national points leader in the NASCAR um, uh, NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series. There we go. Um, for the late models. And um, he is uh, he's had a great year. Had, uh, had a good run in the first feature at Hickory yes, the other night. Then uh, not so good in the second. But um, Lane is a, a terrific young racer. And I think you'll enjoy hearing from him. And he's he's going to be making his Trek Series debut. So that's, he is. Uh, he's going to come on here and uh, talk, talk to us about that. 
um, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, before you move on and talk about the Xfinity Series, one more news of note in the uh, Truck Series. Our buddy, uh, Matt Benedetto is going to return to the Rackley War Racing team next year in 2023. Um, he missed on, a, on the playoffs by two positions, I think. Um, in the final standings, but uh, I, I feel like it's a building year for him, and it's great that he gets the opportunity to do it again next year because I think all of the, what he's learned this year in the truck is going to transition into next year. I think he'll be a threat next year. Well, I agree, and again, um, you've watched that team just get better and better and better and better and better, and and you say to yourself, okay, if if we could start the season now, he surely would be in the playoffs. You know, so that yeah, that would true. bode very well for next year. Um, you know, I, I feel like um, by the time the end of this year has come, if if they haven't won a race, I think they're certainly going to be consistent, you know, top 10 players. And that's really what you need um, to be successful in the truck series is you got to finish uh, consistently inside the top 10. And um, that 25 team is getting better and better. I feel like uh, this is a good situation for Matt. And, um, you know, he could have a nice long run with these guys. That is, I, I, I agree. And, and I feel like he will probably, if, if he doesn't win a race, you know, in, in the playoffs, um, then I think momentum will be on his side. We, we go back to Daytona, you know, tracks that he's statistically sure. good at. Um, and, and I think he'll have a, a great time um, in 2023. So switching gears, we're going to talk about the Xfinity Series now for a little bit. And they kind of kicked off the whole season or the whole weekend of, of fantastic races because that battle between Noah Gregson and Ty Gibbs um, for the win was a, a fantastic battle. Noah ended up uh, taking the lead away from Ty with 22 laps to go and uh, winning his first race at uh, Pocono, his third race of the season. Um, and, and even though uh, Gibbs finished second um, after trading paint with uh, Noah Gregson, they did it the right way. They didn't wreck each other. They went out there. Um, had a good battle for the win, and, and Ty ended up uh, making his Cup Series debut the next day, um, subbing for Kurt Busch because um, Kurt got into a little bit of an accident during, I guess, practice or qualifying um, and had concussion-like symptoms and uh, was not cleared to race. Uh, he did get a uh, waiver from NASCAR, so he will still remain in the playoffs. But um, it's funny that uh, Ty Gibbs, apparently Ty Gibbs and uh, Kurt Busch are the same size. Because he wore <laughs> he wore Kurt's fire suit. Well, if you looked at Kurt's fire suit on Ty Gibbs, you would know they're not the same size because it drowned him. He it was, was a little baggy. A little he baggy. was it was it was quite baggy. Ty is uh, Ty is a smaller young man than Kurt Busch's, uh, so that was kind of funny. Um, and I thought Ty absolutely killed it on Sunday and showed that um, he belongs in the Cup Series, and I'll tell you why. It's because they they basically pulled the reins back on him. They held the horse back for the first uh, three quarters of that race. And then when they finally kind of just said, okay, you know, have at it, Ty went straight into the top 20. And if uh, a couple of more guys would have gotten disqualified, he ended up in the top 10. Um, but, uh, but he, I mean, Ty, I think, is starting to really mature and starting to really figure out, you know, how to be what he needs to be. And that was an interesting science experiment, I think, um, for 2023. Um, you know, in case there's thought that maybe somewhere in Toyota's group of, of cars, they want Ty Gibbs to move. Um, 
you know, we still don't know everything that's going on yet with Kyle Bush and all of that. So there's a lot still to be played out here. But if Ty was trying to make a case for the fact that he could move to the Cup Series next year and he's ready to handle that level of competition, I think he made it at Pocono. That was really outstanding given he had no practice in that car and had never made a green flag pit stop in that car and had the first pit stall and got zero speeding penalties. Unlike his teammate, Denny Hamlin, who has more speeding tickets than, you know, most people in North Carolina. That's very true. Something I was thinking about too, you know, when it comes to Ty Gibbs, I mean, obviously making your, your cup series debut, you want to finish all the laps. You want to finish, you know, you want to run sort of as close to the front as you can. I mean, a top 20 finish, obviously a commendable job. Um, and it reminds me of when Zane did it a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, Zane Same got a top thing. 20. Yeah, top 20, having Maturity. never stepped foot into a cup car before. Yep, just finished. Um, so that's definitely showing you what the future of the sport's going to look like because those two kids are going to be Cup Series stars in the not-too-distant future. Um, if not 2023, then probably at least by 24, they both will probably end up being the Cup Series in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, and, and so that, that, if that gives you a look at what the future of the NASCAR of the sport's going to be. I think it's in pretty good hands. Well, and the irony is that, that Ty basically went straight from ARCA to Xfinity, yeah. and Zane has never run an Xfinity mm. car and went straight into the straight Cup car with a team he'd never been with and ended up... Um, you know, finishing like 17th um, and beating his teammate Brad Keselowski on that day. Um, and again, both he and Ty just finish. It was all about just finishing. And I think both of them felt afterward um, that had they kind of been unbridled the entire race, they might have been able to finish in the top 10, which would have been spectacular in, in either of their cup debuts. But instead, they they just really they listened to what they were told and basically took it easy and just made sure they rolled the car in the trailer in one piece. And, you know, both of them show uh, the ability to be in the Cup Series. We You talked about the race with, with uh, Noah, and Noah ended up winning the other day. It appears Noah is headed for the Truck Series. The rumor mill has him in the 42, which I think explains why Ty Dillon is not coming back. Um and so that would take Noah out of contention and out of the um, the hands of sort of the um, the current camp that he sits in with Ford or with uh, Chevy with Junior. He's going over to the forty two car. So you're, at that point now, you look at Zane Smith and say, okay, well, where could Zane go? He may decide to stay in the Truck Series with Front Row for next year. Um, who knows? I don't see him wanting to drive the 38 car if that's offered because that car is not running well. Right. That I, I really feel bad for Todd Gill and that car is not, that team is not nearly as strong as the 34, but I think Zane may get an offer. The nine car is open. If Noah Gregson's going cup, the nine's open and he's been there before. I, I could say. see junior hiring Zane yep. in a heartbeat. Yep, Zane made some starts on the eight car that last year. The two year years before, ago, two years ago, I think it was two years um, yeah, ago. He he split that car. I think uh, uh, I don't remember who the there was a couple of other drivers that were in the yeah. eight car too. Um, I think Hemrick. Hemrick I think Hemrick was in there. I think Mayer made made a couple of starts before yes. he was eligible to run full time. So um, Zane is no stranger to junior motorsports, and that's a top running car. Yep. So I mean, you know, and that could be because Junior keeps talking about going cup. 
And I know he said he'd like to have an experienced driver, so unless you go get a Kyle Busch or you talk Truex to, to staying in 24 and getting away from Gibbs, Zane would be a, a really interesting choice to move the cup with if you're going to move. Very Just true. saying. That is very, very true. No, there's no doubt about that. Well, speaking of, uh, we're talking about our, our guest coming up in a little bit, uh, Lane Riggs. Last week we had Nick Sanchez on. Um, he ended up having a big announcement, and uh, we got we got what it was. He's going to make some Xfinity starts um, later this year yes. for the uh, Big Machine Records team. Yes, which is going to be awesome in the 48 car. And he went out and won. Um, you know, you're on the show one minute, you go out and win. That's what I mean, happens. That's in the what show. happens when I mean, you come on the show. That's so, what happens. You know, Lane Riggs is in a good position right now to, to go win the throwback race <laughs> not at, that, not at that, Hickory this coming week. Not that he needs our help. He'll be on our that, show. Yeah, but. that's yeah. He's done plenty of that. But uh, yeah, that was uh, Nick had a good run, and, and yeah, that's a big deal for Nick to be able to. I think it shows the confidence that uh, has been gained for the way that Nick drives. You watch him in the Arca Series, very smooth, finishes mm-hmm. the races, doesn't tear up a lot of equipment. You know, has done well in his first couple of uh, Xfinity Series starts over at uh, Team Alpha Prime, or yeah, Team Alpha Prime. I think it was no BJ oh, McLeod. BJ McLeod. Yeah, yeah. um, it's it's uh, Roger that's with Alpha yeah. Prime, and um, and so you know, I think Nick now gets the chance to go drive for a team that we know is a potential front running. It's a winning team, yeah. you know. And Tyler Reddick won a few weeks ago. Yeah, so you know that's a great opportunity for him. And that's in the Richard Childress Racing family. Oh, by the way, yeah. who's going to have a car come come available in about a year and a half? So yeah, um, give or take. But uh, the other news of note from the Xfinity Series race was the the huge wreck with Jeb Burton. Oof. Um, not every day you see a Cup car go upside down, unless it's Talladega and Daytona. But uh, it happened to Pocono over the weekend, and it involved the forty eight car, nonetheless. Yeah. But, uh, Got to, basically he got pinched into the inside wall and had nowhere to go. He just jumped the front end and just rolled it over. And uh, yeah, it well, and and again, you know, a race and deal basically. Yeah, and right. you know, the angles just had to be just right for that to to happen the way that it did. And that's one of those situations where, you know, when you're when you're engineering safety into a car into a track, you can't plan for every little possible scenario. And that was. You may never see the likes of that again. That car just basically like exploded over the top of that, you mm-hmm. know, of the forty eight. And in um, you know, thankfully he was okay. But uh, yeah, that was that was definitely a really weird set of circumstances there. How that all happened, um, and uh, it was certainly spectacular to watch. That's for sure. Thank God everybody was all right. Yep, that is for sure. We are going to step aside, and uh, when we come back, we'll be joined by Lane Riggs on our hotline, and uh, we'll do that next, right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. A Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. We are going to go straight to the phone line and bring on our guest uh, of the night. Um, from the Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series, driver of the number 99 machine, Lane Riggs is on the hotline. Thank you, Lane, for taking some time out to join us tonight. Yes, thank you. I appreciate being on the show. No problem. So we it's kind of a funny story how this whole thing came about, because I know at the beginning of the season you weren't really planning on running the Weekly Racing Series. You were just going to run some big money shows, but then you started off really good, and uh, some of your, your close friends and confidants said, maybe you should run this thing weekly and try to run for the championship. So tell us a little bit about that story. It's kind of a cool story. Yeah, this year was going to be our easy couple races in the season type, type year. And it ended up being, we're running more races than I've ever ran in my whole career. <laughs> very, Funny how that works very out. Very different from what we were expecting. Uh, we just started out, we said, hey, you know, we're going to run a couple cars tour races like normal. You know, we might skip a couple. Hey, let's go run at South Boston a couple races. We'll see how we can stack up. Let's go, you know, run at Hickory a couple races. And then we started off, went to South Boston, ended up winning the first five in a row of the season. And it's like, man, uh, I taught, you know, had several people come up to me, past champions. I know Lee Pullian's been 
helping me along the way some and and Josh Berry and they all said man you'd be you'd be stupid not to try to run for this thing you have such a big lead and points lead advantage right now uh it'd be huge for your career if you can make it happen so uh listen to them I know they got a lot of knowledge and you know I wanted to do it I feel like we had our cars are running good enough now that we're able to do so and uh, it's been hard and it's been tough and I'm tired but I got to just keep on pushing and get all the points I can talk about um the ride that you've got for this year and uh, the team that you're uh, that you're involved with, because that is really a great team of people. It's not just you driving the car. You've got some great people around you. Yeah, for sure. It, it's me and dad are, are, you know, it's a family owned team and doing it out of our backyard. I'm actually down at the shop right now, trying to get some hours in, tinker on the car, get it ready for this weekend. But uh, you know, me and him work on the car pretty much all the time, and everybody that's involved is all volunteer help. And I appreciate every single one of them. They come, they come to the shop after after their long nine to five jobs and help us work on the race cars and get them to the racetrack at the weekend. So, uh, have, couldn't do it without all those guys and everybody involved and uh, all the sponsors for your tank lines and, and Turner Asphalt and uh, University Ford. They they all and many many more do a lot of stuff for me and. Uh, you know, to be a family-owned operation and be able to race against corporate race teams that you know, have uh, have people on salary working in the race shop, and you know that's their livelihood to, to race late models. You know, to just do it out of our backyard and just do it our own thing, be able to compete with those guys and beat them is uh, couldn't do anything better. Now, walk us through your career a little bit because we we all know that obviously you're second generation driver and Scott is is your dad. Um, what was it like for you as a young boy to be able to um, you know to to watch your dad and know that your dad um, has accomplished so much in the sport of NASCAR? Um, and then you know I think we know why you got started, but just walk us through kind of what your career has been like so far. Yeah, it was really different when he was doing it and he was successful in running in Cup. I was you know, barely old enough to even understand what was going on. And at first, I wasn't interested. And as a kid, being at the racetrack every weekend, you know, I thought, heck, everybody's dad's a race car driver. This is a normal <laughs> thing. And then you know, I grew up and, and started to understand everything and realized that I wasn't a normal kid with a normal lifestyle. And, uh, you know, it kind of it, – it was – kind of bad timing for me because when I started getting interested in it was when he got out of the sport so uh good and bad you know bad sides you know, don't quite have the connections he's not in the spotlight you know you can't shed that on me as much but you know at the same time me and him have been side by side since day one and you know he he gives 110 percent effort for me to be able to do that on the weekends and and put in time during the week at the shop and you know, it's, it's a very family oriented thing so uh started racing pure stocks at age 10 moved up to limited then late model and running the cars tour and, and several other weekly tracks ever since. And uh, feel like we're finally at a point where we're able to be the best in the country. Yeah. I was going back and looking at some of the, some of the old pictures of, of your dad's cars and some of the paint schemes that he's ran over the years. And I'm curious how many of those uh, Nesquik uh, paint scheme cars do you own in your possession? <laughs> I have like three or four of my own. So I, I know that those are easy to collect because they're cool. They're, there was a cool paint scheme back in the day. Yeah, Nesquik. I I grew up on Nesquik. That was a uh, me that's too. Why, that's why I have strong. I give my strong bones to Nesquik. So there you go. There you it, go. Uh, they helped Dad a lot, and you know he says that was probably his most fun days of racing was in the Xfinity Series running for Nesquik and and those guys on that team. He said uh, that was good times, and it's funny that he was racing that car when I was born. So oh, there you go. Uh, so it, it means pretty, a lot more pretty, to you 
probably than all of us, just because it's, it's one of the most iconic paint schemes in the Xfinity Series garage area. When you look at all the paint schemes from years past, you can't help but think about the Nesquik number 10 car um, going around the racetrack. So you have a, a big uh, a big plans this weekend, uh, running um, my favorite racetrack, uh, which I'm sure is no secret to those that listen to the show. I, I love IRP. I love everything about that racetrack. And you get to make your debut in the Truck Series this weekend at that very track. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, super excited. feel like it's been a long time coming, and just finally the stars aligned, and I was able to get the back in the sponsorship. Uh, Purrier Tank Lines was able to help me, long-time sponsor, really wanted to see me get that next step. So thank you to him and Donnie Purrier, and also got to thank uh, Infinity Communications, a uh, local company here, uh, a local company from my hometown, but yet it's a it's a countrywide business. So um, pretty awesome to have two big people, two big businesses on my side that really want to see me run my first race, and and I'm excited about IRP. I've I've never seen the place in real life. I know it's always been uh, an awesome racetrack. And if anything, I think going there for my first debut start is going to be an advantage to me because I think that, I mean, besides Crafton and Sauter, uh, it's going to be a new track for everybody. So I feel like going in, everybody's going to be on an even playing field. I think that, like you said, it's a great track. The fans love it. Everybody's going to be watching the race. And I think it'd be a great opportunity for me to have a good run and get some exposure. I agree with you. Um, I'm curious, how did you end up with with Hallmar as the team? Because that's not a team that, that notoriously, I mean, we've seen um, Stewart's wife get in the truck a couple of times, and we had Todd Bodine in it, but um, that's not always been a sort of for-rent kind of truck. How did that come together? Yeah, it's actually a pretty cool deal. Um, Trip Bruce and the crew chief of the truck and pretty much shop manager. He uh, actually was at Hickory Motor Speedway earlier this season and just was there watching with his family, his his kids and wife and his family. They were just leisurely coming to watch the race, and uh, we ended up winning both races that night. And he came down to victory lane, and him and my dad go back some and from the old days. You know, they worked together some but you know, weren't great and that close. But he came down to victory lane and said, hey, here's my number. Give us a call. You know, we want to do some things in the future. So Nice. Yeah all worked out you know you know glad we went to hickory that night i know that uh, i think dominion was racing that same night and we were up in there about which one to go to and we ended up going to hickory and you know thank the lord we did if we didn't that opportunity wouldn't have arose so all about timing right place right time and the right people being involved so when everything works out you you get your opportunity and i feel like mine's now and i want to take advantage of it well it also shows you that it it it, i mean certainly money is a big part of the sport but that 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 is proof that still the good old fashioned, hey, you got talent. We want to do business with you still works. It just like you said, it's the key to who knows you and, and being in the right place at the right time. Trip coming to Hickory and you winning both races. I actually watched that night on flow. That was a imp- couple of impressive performances there. Um, but uh, who who knew? And uh, now you're you're making your truck debut. So uh, that gives hope to all the other drivers out there who may not have the biggest pockets that someday that too could happen for them. Yep, for sure. And, and, and hard work always pays off. Yes. I've been you know, really trying to work in not just my driving and my race cars, but on the marketing side and, and trying to recruit people to help us on our team. And, you know, it's just getting that brink opportunity. It's It's hard for a sponsor to invest in a, in a new driver that's never ran you know a truck race before so uh you know these people are taking a chance on me and you know i think that i got the talent to do it and they're they're confident in my abilities and so myself so uh, i'm excited to see what we can do you know I, 
everybody's told me, you know, don't go out there and, you know, fiddle fart around and, you know, be easy on everybody and let people go by. No, I'm going to go out there and, and race hard and race like I would any late model race. And, and you know, I'm not going to get out there and say, ooh, that's Johnny Sauter. I can't race him hard. No, I'm going to race him like any other car. Oh, no, race him twice as hard as you'd race anybody else. That's that's the rule <laughs> with right. Johnny. Yeah, that's you got to right. – because otherwise he'll run you slap over. Mm-hmm. That's uh, – that's <laughs> <laughs> Well, just got to look at it as, you know, they're, they're, not, uh, they're not celebrities I'm racing against. I'm just that's racing right. against a couple, a couple other racers. I, I want to do nothing but beat them just like they want to beat me, so – it's uh you know exciting to race with different people, especially people I've been watching on TV for you know years to come, and wishing I could race against them someday. You know, hopefully I can go out there and impress everybody. How old are you now, Lane? I just turned twenty last month. Okay, I didn't think you were twenty one yet. It's a pretty great time for you to uh, make your next truck start. Go ahead, Randy. I was just thinking, sitting here thinking about like hearing him talk and hearing the story about you know putting in the work to to get recognized by somebody you know in the NASCAR world. Is, is a really cool story because you think a lot of times, you know, with, with some of these second and third generation kids, so some of them feel like they're entitled. You know, like my last name is Smith or my last name is Bush or whatever. You know, I feel like I deserve to be in the Cup Series because my dad ran or because my grandfather right. ran or whatever. But to hear somebody like Lane go, I don't really care who my dad I mean, I care who my dad was, but at the end of the day, I'm here to make a name for myself. Right. And I'm going to do it the hard way and I'm going to show that last name or not, you know, if I can win races and, and run up front, somebody's going to notice me at some point and give me an opportunity, and I'm going to take that opportunity and run with it. And, and that's a really cool story because so many times, you know, we've seen so many stories of people that, that feel like they're entitled and they make it in the Cup Series, and then, you know, less than a year later they're gone and nobody ever hears from them ever again. So it's cool that you go into it with the mentality of, you know, I don't really care where I came from. I'm here to make a name for myself. I want to be known as Lane Riggs, the race car driver, not Lane Riggs, Scott Riggs' son. So I think that's a really cool story. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. It's uh, kind of been my, my moral and his as well. You know, he he said, uh, my dad, it's pretty funny. He says, you know, I'm not Scott Riggs anymore. I'm just Lane Riggs' dad nowadays. So it's uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty funny how that works out. And, you know, nobody's uh, nobody's more important than somebody else. So it's uh, got to treat everybody equal and you know, make it, everybody's got to make their own name for themselves. Okay, so before we let you go, and and you were, this isn't the last. Well, it may be the last question. We got about two minutes left of the segment. We want to get let you get your sponsors and thank yous in. So, who helps you make it all happen? Yeah, per your tank lines, uh, Turner Asphalt, University Ford North. I got to thank DreamWorks Motorsports, Jacobs Glass Company. Got to thank Creek Heating and Air, RPM Roll Off Service, uh, a bunch of other people that helps out. United Auto Parts. You know, a bunch of local sponsors that really have supported me throughout my career and, uh, you know, used to help my dad some and help me now and just try to keep this family tradition thing going and hopefully I can make something of it and, and try to stay in the top three tiers. Where can people find you on social, your website, all of that? About uh, 30 seconds. Yep, uh, at Lane Riggs 99 Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, website. It's uh, all right there. I try to keep everybody updated, all my fans updated getting messages all the time where are you racing this weekend where are you racing this weekend and you know i try to respond to everybody as, as fast and as you know, effortless, effortlessly as possible so um thank you to everybody involved and thanks for having me on the show and uh you know, hope i can make everybody proud of this race this weekend we're looking forward to it man and uh by the way that's l-a-y-n-e lane rigs for those who uh are wondering and, uh, and two yeah. g's by yes the way. two g's yes. uh and uh <laughs> really uh really excited about uh you getting the opportunity in the truck lane and uh we're going to be cheering for you from here in statesville and mooresville and um hopefully uh go out and uh have a good race and we'll get you back on and talk about it 
All right, sounds good, guys. I appreciate it. Hopefully we can talk about a victory in the near future. Very good. That's uh, Lane Riggs. Very true. Uh, the last person that was on the show ended up winning. So uh, what does that say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got big, big plans for the future. That is for sure. Um, so we are going to step aside. Uh, when we come back, we we got a little short segment. So I guess we'll do black flag, checker flag. We still got to do fantasy NASCAR. We still got to get into NASCAR because there's a whole lot of stuff there to talk oh, about yes. too. We'll do it all in the second hour of the show, which is coming up right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Well, well, Mr. Returning to Racing next year. Yes. Matt DiMenedetto bringing us back from a break. If you missed that part, 
Um, earlier in the show, he is uh, re-signed with Reckley War for 2023, so he'll be back in that truck um, next year, and uh, hopefully they, that team will do good things. I feel like a, that team is going to grow enough they'll be able to do maybe two trucks um, in a couple of years because um, I know they've got – they have a late model program, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, so yep. I, I'm sure they'll be – Maybe wanting to transition some of those guys over into uh, getting them into the Cup sure. Series world. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I'm really trying hard to get Matt to come to the studio and be a co-host with us one day because I feel like he, he needs to. He's been a, one of the advocates for our show for the last however many years the show's been on the air. That would be we're, way we're too much fun. 268 episodes or whatever. We're, we're approaching that 300-episode uh, mark. So he's definitely one of the, the guys on my radar that I really want to come and, and sit in on a show because I think it'd be fun. Uh, for him to be uh, be in studio yep. with us. So uh, transitioning over to uh, the Cup, we'll we'll do that here uh, in the second hour of the show because there's a lot to talk about and we only have a minute and a half. So I guess let's do black flag, checkered flag. Um, so I'm going to uh, use my checkered flag this week uh, on Ty Gibbs because what an incredible performance from him uh, stepping into an unfamiliar car uh, and, and going out there and getting a top 21. So definitely kudos to uh, to Ty Gibbs. Um, it, my, my black flag... Joe Gibbs Racing. I mean, come on. You got you got DQ'd. We'll talk about it after the break, but you got DQ'd. You deserve a black flag. Okay. You stole my checkered Sorry. flag. Um, I was going <laughs> to give it to Ty, but... Um, he deserves two checkered flags. He does. He really does. So I'm just going to leave that there. I'm get, my black flag is actually Denny Hamlin. Um, and it's because, okay, you go, to the, you go to the trouble of... You know, getting your revenge on on Ross Chastain and bringing that to a conclusion, we hope. And, you know, he goes and wins the race with an illegal car. And then he gets out of the car, which he didn't know was illegal, maybe. And, you know, does this little sleep motion thing when someone asks him if the deal with Ross is over, admits that he dumped him. And um, now the question becomes, is it really over? Because now Ross finished ahead of him. It's very true. So does he have to go do this again now? It's very true. You know, so very it's true. like if you're, you know, don't be cocky. Just get that. Make sure you know you won first. Right. We'll be back. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. 
Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in your car instructional sessions from a professional instructor have fun go fast and really learn how to drive call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details that's 304-725-8444 friday at the track at summit point motorsports park the performance motorsports network is a compilation of shows about motorsports From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Welcome back to the inside pass. It helps One of these if I days, turn on your mic. You guys are well, going to see. Well, see, now you're going to switch next week and come happens. over here, and I'll go sit and, and do the show. You so I'll produce. forget to turn your microphone yeah, on halfway through right. the show. Yeah. Anyway, um, so those of you who have not uh, joined us in the last several weeks, so uh, we do have a, a new – we're advocates for a brand-new product uh, that's part of LinkedIn um, that uh, Tom is on, I'm on, the show is on. It's a great tool that, that you can use if you're looking to kind of expand your business and want to – Reach out to new clients and, uh, and and new people in your in your inner circle. Um, we have the, the exact product for you. It's called Connected, and Tom has all the details on how you can get connected. Yes, so Connected is it's all about LinkedIn first of all. So if um, if you were on LinkedIn and if you are you own a business or you're part of a business and you're looking for a lead gen software. This is the lead gen software for you. I know it because I use it. It is easy. It is so easy. A caveman could use this and it's cheap. $89 a month is all it takes to get started on connected, which is a software that allows you to obviously you go to LinkedIn and say you want directors of marketing for South Carolina. You want to procure that list and you want to be able to connect with all of those folks. You just type it in, get your list out of LinkedIn, take it and put it into the connected app. And then the connected app will say for you whatever you want it to say. You just do your your email campaign and it's that simple. It is the easiest lead gen software I've ever used. It is very effective. And the folks at, at connected are really excited about being hands on with you to help you to get started with it and walk you through any issues that you ever have. In fact, they even have a concierge program that um, gets you basically your own representative from their side to be able to work with whenever you uh, need advice or an issue. So getconnected.com is the uh, 
is the address to look them up, and it's $89 a month. And again, I will say it, it is the easiest lead gen software I've ever used. I love it. You'll love it too. Just go and get connected. K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D. We will be right back. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. So, imagine, Randy, that you're the in charge of the siren at the Dawsonville Pool Hall. Okay, and Chase Elliott finishes third. Now, that's a great race, but you don't ring the siren when you finish third. Sure. So, like, did the did the guy in charge of the siren, did he, like, just, like, go home for the night? Did they have to call him back? Because eventually they had to ring the siren because Chase ended up winning. 
Well, I, I wonder if he's on like twenty four hour call. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like a plumber, you know, electrician, something like, like you can go home, but just yeah. in case something happens. Yeah. If an Elliot wins a race somewhere, you know, somewhere around, you're gonna have to come back and ring the bell. So yeah. hopefully you don't live too far away. Um maybe he lives like like out behind the pool hall or something. He can just walk over and ring there the bell. There you go. Anyway. Um yes. So Chase Elliott did end up winning the race. If you missed the race itself, you're probably wondering, wait a second, Denny Hamlin crossed the finish line first. He did. Um, and then his teammate Kyle Busch finished the, the cross the line in second. Um, but then when they went in for post race inspection, as all cars do, um, there was an issue, and NASCAR said, "Wait a second, you're cheating, basically, um, and uh, you you no win no more. Uh, your your win taken away." Um, so Chase Elliott was finished third, and he was like, "Hey, you know, had a great day. Could have done better. It's fine." Two hours later. Where's my trophy? Uh, Denny Hamlin has <laughs> taken it on a plane back to Mooresville or wherever, yeah. place, wherever he lives. And I, I can guarantee you Chase is like, you know what? Just make me a replica because I'm not getting that one back. Denny's going to keep that trophy because being the glory person that he is, he wants to hold on to that trophy, which is fine. Um, but you, you no longer get the points. I There's a couple of different, like I guess, stories with this because I hear a lot of people on social media say, well, does it really matter? I mean, yes, he didn't win the race, but – you didn't really lose that many points. I mean, you lost regular season points, which I, I guess you know could be forty, fifty points, whatever it is. Um, but you still got points for being in the race. You just didn't get. You got one point, whatever it is, two points, whatever it would be. Um, but wouldn't it mean? Wouldn't it mean more if you got nothing at all? Which I mean, I take it more of when you look at the point structure the way it is right now. Yes, he didn't win, but that win could mean a whole lot more during the playoffs because that's a playoff point you probably need. Well, the thing is, is that first of all, you gotta you gotta realize this is the first time NASCAR has taken a win away in the Cup Series since 1960. It's true. When Emmanuel Zervakis ended up um, having a win taken away, I think uh, Curtis Turner was the uh, beneficiary of that. But uh, Emmanuel had a enlarged fuel tank. Um, and yeah, that means fat, doesn't it? Yeah, it means fat. It means he had way too much fuel. So oh. um, it was, yeah, it was enlarged. Um, it was too big. So uh, they booted him. And so this this issue that the Gibbs cars had, um, which had to do with the front fascia, the front nose part of the 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 uh, the, the race cars, they had basically a. And a, a bit of an oversized screen hidden under the wrap in the cars that wasn't supposed to be there. And NASCAR found it and they have commandeered said cars and taken them back to the R and D center to study exactly how uh, they, th- th- what's on the rest of the car. Um, and so the question then becomes now you had two more Gibbs cars in that race. Did they also get away with this little, um, not to mention the 2311 cars. Yes, not to mention the twenty three. That's a good point too, because those cars are Gibbs cars. They're they're not, um, but they're not. You know, obviously they've got their own shop and their own people. We don't know if they followed the lead there, but of course, then you had the head engineer at JGR today. He apologized. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got caught. We 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 should have double checked a little closer to see what the rule is on that thing before we put it on the cars. Yeah, I, you know, um, it's just like whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like, it was the lamest apology I've ever heard. So NASCAR lowered the boom on those two teams uh, for this and took their. So yeah, I think it does matter um, big time because you don't get extra playoff points for the win. You get all of those points. You go from basically, what, 40, 40 points um, and 39 points to basically one and two. Not to mention the points um, that they would have gotten for leading laps, leading right. the most laps, winning the race, yes. all that. And Kyle Busch won a stage, which now he doesn't get the most, those points either. Because right. that's, the stage one got taken away. Yeah, so that's and a so. big deal. That's a very big deal for those two cars. Um and, um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Denny's got a couple of wins. He's in the playoffs. It's not, you know, he's he's certainly going to have plenty of, you know, ammo to still go win a title. But, my goodness, um, that was a very big deal yesterday and very unexpected. I think it would have meant – it probably would have meant more if it would have been a guy like Martin Truex Jr. who won and got disqualified because he needed the win yeah. to make the playoffs. Um, so I don't think from, from from that perspective, it's not that big of a deal because Denny and Kyle are both solidly in the right. playoffs. But at the same time, it's still the same team. So had had Martin Truex won and his car would have had the same thing on it, then it would have been a really right. major blow to yeah. his championship chases. Because if you're talking about, you know, we've got five races left in the regular season. Martin Truex Jr. is fifth in the regular season standings, but he won't make the playoffs unless he wins a race. Correct. So, I mean, we're looking at some very tough, stiff competition going on here. And then on top of all of that, you know, Denny Hamlin wins. He gets out of the car. People are booing. And he's like, what would you want me to do? I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, Ross Chastain knew that was coming. It was, you know, fair game, I guess, at that point. Um, Denny did what he what he basically thought he had to do, which was make it look like an accident. Um in terms of making sure that Ross didn't make it to the checkered flag. Um, but then he ended up getting DQ'd, and Ross finished ahead of him. So yeah. now it's like you did all this for absolutely nothing because he still finished ahead yeah. of you, so which still means he still got more points than you did <laughs> and more money than you did. So what did you really do it for in the first place? Yeah, It's uh, it's a crazy thing, and, of course, everybody's having a good time with it. Is it still, is it still over, or does he have to go do it again now? You know, um, guess we'll see. But uh, what's the old saying? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you, or whatever. It well, is. was the uh, was uh, the way around. Yeah, fool me once, fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it definitely was interesting to say the least. Uh, I, I'm uh, Kurt Busch hinting at retirement. What's that about? So Kurt said um, over the weekend that he's not sure he wants to be. He, he wants to race full time in 2023. Um, oh. saying that he he's just, you know, I, I, he feels like his body's starting to kind of give him the hint that, you know, he, he, he doesn't have many more years of doing this, even mm. if he wants to continue doing it. Um, and so he hinted that uh, I what I thought he said was 2023 could be his last year. I heard other people say the end of this year, but I don't think it's the end of this year. I think it's the end of next year. Well, what's interesting is look. that that, Boy, wouldn't that perfectly play into what I said earlier about Ty Gibbs' debut being a science experiment for 2023, because you could just take Mr. Ty and just slap him right into a, a partial schedule, put Kurt and the rest of them, or if Kurt runs the gamut and does the whole year, then, you know, in 24, um, we we don't have to have a third car at uh 
the in the Jordan camp because you know now you got Tyler Reddick and Bubba, or maybe we have the third car and it's Ty if there's not an opening yet at the uh, home team. So you know, there's um, I feel like there's a lot of uh, interesting. You know, you 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 had to think that when you know that that whole sloppy Reddick announcement was done uh, a couple of weeks ago that. Um, you know, there was something brewing and, and you would have thought logically Kurt would be first out because he's the oldest, but, um, you know, and it looks like now maybe it, in fact, that may be the case. We'll have to wait and see. So it, it happened on uh, CBS mornings on Thursday. Um, he, he said, he mentioned he was two weeks away from turning 44, which would make him, um, one of the oldest guys in the garage area. Um, but this would be his 22nd full-time season in the sport. Um, he said, quote, I've been in the sport 23 years, and this to me is like one of those kid-in-the-candy-store moments of I want to be part of this, and I'm glad I'm having the chance to drive next year for the team, and I might be done driving after that. So. Yeah, so that 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 plays perfectly into their 24 plans. Just interesting stuff, and I think Kurt would love to be in the booth. He He's a great broadcaster, he done a great guy. job of the truck races. I'd love to see him keep doing that. That That is for sure. All right, Fantasy NASCAR will do when we come back because we only have 30 seconds left. I was going to do it, but I looked up at the clock, and I was like, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> um, uh, we also have a Chicago street race to talk about uh, and another uh, possible hint at uh, where the future of NASCAR may be going in terms of uh, prototype electric hybrid cars. Um, of the future, so uh, that's that's going to be an interesting uh, conversation. Yeah. We've also got uh, IndyCar and F1 news to talk about um, as we send our best wishes to Joseph Newgarden, which we'll talk about that too when we come back. More Inside Pass rolls on right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. Oh, you 
You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hey, this is Jeff Burton, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you as we continue the second hour of our show. We're going to switch gears a little bit and uh, do Fantasy NASCAR. So the point standings are all topsy-turvy between second, third, and fourth place, but uh, Noah's the loser in last, um, and Tom is the, the king of the throne right now with a commanding lead of, like, 30,000 points. Um, So (laughs) Tom got 100 points this week because he picked uh, Zane Smith, Ty Gibbs, and Joey Logano. Um, Peter actually got the most points this week, 110, because he picked John Henry Machek, Justin Allgaier, and Kevin Harvick, who all had top 10 runs. Uh, Nick got 97 points, mainly because he picked Chandler Smith, who finished first, but then he picked Hamrick and Ross, who didn't do so very well. Um, and then I got 85 points. All of mine came from Ryan Priest because I picked Custer and Blaney. And Custer had a top 10, but Blaney hit the wall uh, toward the end of the race. He, although he was on track to actually have a really good day. So could have probably won the race um, had it not been for the the, uh, the blown tire. So uh, we go to Indy this weekend. We, we mentioned the IRP for the trucks and the Indy road course for Xfinity and Cup. Uh, so I, I get I go back to get to picking first again. So I am going to take Corey Heim in the Truck Series race. That's a good um, pick because short track racing. Uh, you're familiar with the ARCA Series runs, and uh, so I feel like he's going to be a, a threat to win this weekend in Xfinity Series. I'm going to pick Ty Gibbs because obviously road course guy, um, doing a very good job this season and due for another win. Um, and in the Cup Series, I've taken Ross Chastain because not, not only is he great on road courses, but I feel like the revenge factor is going to play a role. And he's going to make sure that Denny <laughs> Hamlin doesn't visit victory lane. What goes around, sir, comes around at the end. So those are my three picks this week. All right. Well, um, I I know a good thing when I see it. So I'm staying with the Zane train. Um, and I can't wait for him to get a DNF so you can have to stop picking him. No, that, it won't I mean, work that way. Chris, I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. He's not going to get a DNF the rest of the year. He's going to finish <laughs> top five in every race from here on out. I can just feel it. So if you can pick I'm time, I'll pick Zane Train. And um, Xfinity, um, I think I'll go with AJ for this because, well, He's doing for a win it's, too. well it's road course. And, you know, sure. AJ is that guy. And um in the cup series boy i just feel like that's so wide open but you know what i'm gonna take a flyer on this because i've got like a 299 point lead at this point so i can afford to go with an upset special mcdriver michael mcdowell to get a win on the road course at indianapolis topsy turvy if that happens because that would be 15 winners yes um, yes, on the season. Although, if the trend continues, this is Chase's week to finish second. 
because um, he's finished first, <laughs> second, right, first, yeah. second, first. <laughs> this week would be second. And, and second. you know, for, for anybody who'd think that was really far-fetched, go look at how Michael's running. Oh, he's yeah. been top 10 um, for the last, like, two months in terms of performance. And always finished there. But the strategy that that team is using, Blake Harris has done a great job with Michael and that team. And that team, I think, on a road course, uh, all it takes is just one good strategy call. That's not far-fetched. I, I think Michael has a shot to win. Speaking of Blake, Blake is uh, due to come to the studio at some point and co-host with us Bring later him. on this year. So I, I hopefully we'll make that, be able to make that happen. Um, we go back kind of a long ways. We're from the same kind of area, Texas. Ah, and okay. So he raced at the same track I did. Nice. So. Um, we go back quite a way. So he's we'll done a great job. It. Yes, he's done a fit. You know, the thing that really irritates me about road courses is, you know, you go back five, six, seven years ago, you could probably pick one of four drivers, five drivers who dominated on road courses, and you would be able to win every week. <laughs> We've got 15, 16 guys oh, yeah. that have just, and I think because we we run so many road courses now, that they've gotten used to how the road courses run. And so you go to these road courses now, and you don't have – the, the, the dominance of Chase Elliott, the dominance of Martin Truex Jr., the dominance of so-and-so. It's like, you know, 10, 12 guys who could win every week. Well, but also, you've got a group of guys. Now, it's a different group. Back, you know, you go back 20 years, in, in 30 years, those guys, they didn't run road courses on the way up through the ranks. Now, you got these drivers, you got a bunch of guys who started running road course races of Legends cars. Yeah. And they run them in Arkham Menards, East or West or whatever, and mm-hmm. they, they just so all the way up through... They they have those experiences and now with iRacing too they're able to to duplicate things That's on true. the sim and learn it's a whole different situation now so you don't need the road course ringers in fact most of the teams that are bringing in these ringers um, are not very successful with them so right. you know for the most part I mean you know you take That's a true. guy like Parker Kligerman who's going to drive for Joey Gates this weekend and it's like well okay Parker is a ringer but Parker also is a NASCAR guy. But you're bringing it, you know, the guys, the the teams that bring in the outsiders, like they used to do with Boris said and whoever, those guys aren't able to just go blow these because, again, there's so much experience. The regulars are just fine. That is very, very true. So one of the other news stories that broke this week, not that it was a surprise to anybody, but the Chicago street race has been made official for 2023. I don't really, the the layout just looks complete. It's basically, I I don't even, I can't, it's like somebody took a, 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 bend its straw and just bent it like you know twist like a, <laughs> a a rectangle and bent it in half yeah. or whatever i was like okay we're gonna make a road course out of this there's no like there's no turn like there's no turns it's all right it's you're basically making right hand turns for a stoplight for what 12 turns or whatever it is um on a road course it's kind of the weirdest layout but yeah well, it's its own. i don't know i i feel like it's forced they they just really wanted the chicago market and they were going to make it happen one way or the other i don't think um it does that nobody care like the course as they drew it on iRacing. so i hope it's going to be different but it looked like it was pretty much the same um and i just hope everybody is safe my my biggest concern is still safety in chicago they're not you know, inside a facility like they would be at Chicago land. They're in Chicago. Everybody's out on the street and exposed. And that worries me, honestly. So I hope everybody's safe. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see what kind of a race it is. It's going to be a huge event. It's going to be very successful as an event because street races generally are, they, they're a different kind of event. They draw a different kind of a crowd 
And that's the crowd NASCAR wants. It's kind of the same crowd F1, you know, is after. And IndyCar with their street races is after. So, you know, it's three-year contracts. So we'll see. I just hate that. And I'm buzzing NASCAR um, for taking away Road America in order to hold it. Because I love that event. And they were drawing over 100,000 people a weekend to that, that, that deal. I don't know how you give that up. You know, take, a, take Kansas or something off for, for mm-hmm. a year. Right? Exactly. You know? uh, it's a three-year deal, so we're not going back to Road America, at least for the next three years. Well, we might, but, but, it, but we're not going back there instead of Chicago. Well, I, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It'd have to come from another road course. Right. Race, or, well, or, or another, just another race. Another like I said, track, take right. one, you can take Kansas off for one race. Come on. <laughs> or Vegas. Well, or... Yeah, well it, but a mile and a half. Yeah, Vegas. I mean, take a mile and a half away for a race. Come on. Right. You know, um, mix right. it up a little bit. But yeah, anyway. Uh, so, and then the other news of note: there was a, a leaked document uh, that was obtained uh, by several news sources um, that proclaims that NASCAR is uh, intending to debut a prototype electric vehicle ahead of the 2023 Bush Clash um, at the Coliseum. That will then morph in, uh, that prototype into a racing series at six racing venues that will likely align with the Cup Series schedule. So, I guess sort of like a um, like an ex, not an exhibition. What's it called? Like a, a precursor to the NASCAR race or whatever it's called. Like a well, you you're know, you're yeah, uh, an opening act. I opening guess you act, could say. Yeah, yeah, just a companion race. Right. Yeah, right. um, but it will be kind of an exhibition because it isn't. You know, they haven't established right. it as a car, but um, yeah, it, it's uh, you, you just you know it's coming, and the hybrid thing doesn't scare me because you can get a lot of horsepower out of a hybrid motor. Look at F one. So the, I think the hybrid part of this is going to be good, actually, for all the NASCAR fans who have been, you know, moaning because you're only getting five, six hundred horsepower out of these motors, which that's what's in your streetcar. So that's why they're doing it. But, uh, you know, the thing for me is is the the electric part. That's um, I feel like they may be rushing this a little bit. So we'll have to see what they come out with. So according to the information that was obtained in the document, the target launch date for the racing series is going to be third quarter of 2023 yeah. and will feature two races consisting of 30 minutes apiece, one on Saturday before the Xfinity race, one on Sunday before the Cup race. Uh, it will be a total of 12 vehicles, uh, which will be three or four per manufacturer. Uh, lap time targets equivalent to uh, NG ICE, which is internal combustion engine platform. Yeah. No battery swaps or charging uh, of any kind and uh, non-competitive pit stops for tires or to fix mechanical or crash damage. Interesting. So, kind of like taking the SRX series and dividing it in half or dividing it into quarters. Basically. Yeah, I mean, I, I just uh, I, I feel like it's just sort of a, like I said, nobody's heard anything about this. Um, I guess they've been working on it in secret, I suppose. Not a secret um, anymore. Yeah, um, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, I know eventually that's the future. Let's just be real here, whether we like it or not. But uh, the, like I said, the hybrid part doesn't bother me. I'm not too sure on the electric thing yet. But like I said, we'll see. Well, I mean, it is going to be the wave of the future. Um, you know, yep. y- even your production style cars, the, every manufacturer is is coming out with an uh, what is an EVC or whatever electric vehicle EV, EV yeah, EV, yeah, an EV vehicle, electric vehicle. Um, but uh, Chevrolet just debuted a Chevy Blazer that's uh, all electric. Yeah. Uh, Ford just did the Lightning. Um, they also have the Maverick, which is a hybrid um, that, that's that you can't find anywhere. I just um, don't think – I mean, the biggest thing for me is the power grid's not capable. So I don't know how they think we're all going to – you know, I mean, it, that we literally – power grid's not capable of ha- – if everybody had an electric vehicle today, the power grid wouldn't be able to handle it. 
Yeah, we can ask some of my friends so, in Texas what it's like to have a power grid that yeah. doesn't support I mean, general electricity, much this less. This is being rushed way too quickly. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. common sense good? and logic are out the window here. That's the only my only because I, I, I like Formula E, so I'm not complaining about. I, I mean, I'm, yeah, when I miss the engines, yeah, it's weird. It, the Formula E has the weirdest sound ever. Sounds like slot cars. But, um, but the racing's great, so I'm not complaining about any of that. It's just, you know. I just think we're rushing this way too quickly, and I think NASCAR is way too over-exuberant with all of this, but they didn't ask me. <laughs> they don't pay us to <laughs> They do don't that. care. Right? They don't pay us to give our opinion. All right, we're going to step aside, take a break, and uh, we'll switch over and talk about Indy and uh, F1 when we come back on the NZFS. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad. And you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack. 
Welcome back to the Inside Pass. We're going to switch over and uh, talk about uh, another two great series uh, out there in the motorsports world, IndyCar and F1. IndyCar was at Iowa in the cornfields. This, uh, this, Not literally in the cornfields. There was actually a track there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> they were racing at uh, Iowa, Iowa Speedway, a track that I wish that NASCAR would go back to because I like that track. Yes. And, and I think it would be fantastic to see them there. They had a double header this weekend, uh, a race on Saturday, a race on Sunday. Joseph Newgarden won race number one, um, and then Pato Ward won race number two for his uh, his first career win. Joseph Newgarden had a uh, pretty bad crash um, that resulted in he was okay, it seemed, um, and then he uh, apparently ended up collapsing after the race was over, got rushed to the hospital, and uh, he will be reevaluated. Uh, well, as 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 we record the show on Thursday, he would have already been reevaluated by the time the show airs. But um, Santino Ferrucci is on standby this weekend, just in case uh, Joseph cannot race. And boy, what an opportunity for Santino that would be! Take advantage <laughs> when you can. Yeah. Well, you know, and and obviously our uh, prayers go out to uh, to Joseph on a for a quick recovery. Um, yeah, that was kind of weird because it wasn't. I mean, he he get out of the car and and you know appeared to be okay and everything was fine. And then um, and then he, as you say, he fell and ended up with a head abrasion, which is why you know uh, they wanted to um, have a look at him and just make sure you know. So um, tough deal there. That was um, was a you know it was a pretty good crash, pretty hard crash, and. Uh, yeah, after winning race one. So um, a good weekend turned bad quickly for Joseph. So hopefully he'll be able to get back. But if not, uh, Santino is more than capable of uh, taking that car to the front for sure. That is very true. That is uh, that is true. He's uh, currently third in the in the standings right now behind uh, Will Power and uh, Marcus Erickson. Um, so it would be a tough break for him to have to sit out, especially in yeah. the fight of the championship chase. He's um, 20 was. 20 some odd points behind Will Power, and he's got quite a long ways to go to catch up to Marcus Erickson. But uh, nonetheless, I mean, it's, you know, we talk about injuries all the time, uh, you know, the CTE and, and everything that, you know, yeah. has been coming out in the, in the sports world um, in recent years when it, when it comes to concussions and things like that. So um, those Indy cars are, are bad scary when they when they get anything other than, you know, going straight. Uh, I mean, they hit the 200 miles an hour, you hit the wall. Um, so I'm surprised we don't see more injuries. I'm glad that those cars are built as safe as they are. They have the halos now um, and, and things like that. We just saw the F1 a couple of weeks ago um, with a couple of those drivers. Yeah, that, that got showed on you. Yeah, yeah, got into some scary yeah. accidents. So um, it's good to see those guys walk away. But uh, you know, as you said, hopefully um, we, we don't see those crashes very often. It's 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 hard to think about it, especially a, a, a track as as low speed. As Iowa is, um, that th- those cars can can get that way, but I mean, well, and again, you know, we can't blame the accident for the injury because we really don't know what the deal was. Sure. We just know that he fell later and had, you know, and 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 hit his head. We don't, we don't really, I don't know that we can trace it back to the crash necessarily. So, um, yeah, just very interesting. The safety on the Indy car, you know, is very strong and. Um, you know, it's only when you have something completely freak like 
Robbie Wickens deal at Pocono a couple of years ago, you know, where he got up in the catch fencing, um, which that wasn't anything to do with IndyCars not being safe. That was just, you know, catch fencing that shouldn't be at a racetrack at this point. Um, But, you know, IndyCar and Formula One, you rarely see an injury because of the car itself. It's always um, the barrier system or just, again, just sort of the freak nature of a crash that, you just can't plan for everything. I don't care how safe you make it. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Scott Dixon and how he won his 52nd career win. Um, and if you look at the, the last several races in the IndyCar series, he's gained more points than anybody in the series. Yeah. Um, he's gaining ground uh, on uh, on Erickson in the championship fight. Um, and I think it'd be cool for him. I mean, we, you know, we mentioned he's what second on the all-time list now behind AJ Foyt, who's he's got like thirty-seven thousand wins left um, before he catches yeah. AJ. But um, in terms of championships, AJ's the only driver who's won seven championships. Uh, so Scott's at six, uh, so he could at least tie uh, AJ for most yep. championships. Um, should he win this year, I, I think it's conceivably possible if he continues the streak that he's running the last several weeks that he could at least, you know, he could give Eric a pretty good fight toward the end of the season. Well, Marcus right now is extremely strong and again, very consistent. And that's the key. Yes, it is entirely possible. Scott Dixon can still win this title um, because it's entirely possible that Scott Dixon could go out and win every race to the end of the season. He won like 13 one year I mean, or 10 yeah, year or whatever. I mean, it, anything's still possible. Scott is still in the prime of his career, hasn't lost anything, um, certainly has the ability to do that. But um, this, Marcus Erickson's a driver that we rarely talk about on this show because he never does anything flashy that we, we get to talk about, but he's a driver that's extremely consistent, like Alex Polo was last year. Um, and that's really what's propelling him right now. Um, he's just kind of in his own. That that team can't do anything wrong. And so it's going to be interesting to see this go down to the wire. But I, I I think right now, if I was betting, I'm betting on Marcus Erickson. But Dixon certainly has, has the potential and can more than uh, make up that ground. Strong run by Jimmy Johnson. He finished fifth. A great run by him. Again, the best finish. You get the guy in an oval, and he knows what he's doing. Everybody says, "Well, why can't he figure out the road courses and street courses?" Because this is his first year doing that. You can't equate running a stock car on a road course with running an Indy car on a road course. They are two completely different animals that require two completely different sets of mental programming um, in order to to do it. Um, and so it's, it's the road courses are tougher, but you get him on an oval track where he he's comfortable and, and he shows you that he can handle the Indy car. So, uh, that was a nice, he had uh, two good runs actually over the weekend, but, uh, only one of them was top five. I think what it was seventh or eighth. He finished fifth on the second race. I think he was eighth in yeah. the first race. Yeah. Seventh or eighth. He had two really good runs. That that uh, that's true. Speaking of uh, thoughts and prayers, we do need to uh, send thoughts and prayers out to Bobby Rahal. He uh, told the Associated Press on Sunday that he had a routine physical on May fifth and had uh, he had suffered a heart attack with complete blockage, so he had to have triple bypass oh, gosh. surgery. I had heard yeah, that it was uh, he had triple bypass on June sixth. Oh so, wow! Yeah. So uh, wow. Yeah. Our thoughts and Rahal. prayers yeah. to Bobby and his family. Yeah. Three-time um, IndyCar champion. 
Yeah. Wow. That's unbelievable. That's a, uh, if, if, did you say it a heart attack with hundred percent blockage? Yep. That's the widow maker. Yep. They call that That's the widow it, maker. Yeah. A, well, it says complete blockage. I assume that yes, that would wow. be God was, uh, God was looking out for Bobby. That's that, for sure. That is very true. Wow. Yep. That, that is true. Um, Ooh. and then, uh, one of the other takeaways that, uh, I saw a lot of things about on social media, uh, Hy-Vee was the, the title sponsor of the weekend's races. Um, and everybody talked about how great of a job that the Hy-Vee did with uh, you know, fan engagement. Yeah, um, they had a pre-race party. They had a bunch of like grand marshals and people there. You know, esteemed uh, you know people uh, that flew into Iowa for the race weekend. But uh, everybody said how great of a job that they did um, in making uh, making IndyCar feel welcome in Iowa and just doing a great job with uh, you know all of the analytics and stuff surrounding the race weekend. So. Um, they'll get to do that again in a couple of weeks when they come to Nashville for the the Nashville the what was it uh, Music City Grand Prix that they did last year, um, all the hubbub that goes around that. But they have uh, the Indy Road Course this weekend, so actually IndyCar and NASCAR together this weekend uh, because they're all going to run Indy, Indy the Indy Road Course this weekend. So yeah, and you know Hyve Hyve's done this a while, and Hyve mm-hmm. knows what they're doing. That yeah. is one of the the companies that really just. They've got it together when it comes to all of the because, again, it's a total package. It's not just about the race itself. Um, They really do a nice job of making sure that everybody gets their money's worth in terms of the other sponsors and all of that. And uh, that 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 was a top notch performance. And, yeah, I mean, you know, Indy's Indy and Nashville is going to be a huge event again, even though, you know, we all know the race wasn't very good there last year. But um, but again, these street courses, these festival type that they're big events. And that's why NASCAR, you know, jumping on the bandwagon with Chicago and um, you got F1 in Vegas now coming next year or whatever. So um, that's we're, we're heading into an interesting next couple of weeks with some of these races. That that uh, that is true. A uh, couple of quick uh, congratulations, I guess, are in order. First of all, Kyle Larson won an ESPY uh, last weekend for best driver or a favorite driver or world's driver best driver, year. driver of the year, whatever yeah. it's called. So it all year. means the same thing in the end. Yeah. He wins a lot of races, so yeah. he gets he gets voted in. Um, and uh, speaking of IndyCar, Marco Andretti won the SRX championship. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. So. You can't win any IndyCar races, but boy, he can win on an oval track. It's 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 like holy cow. Maybe that's his niche. Yeah, maybe Marco needs to go NASCAR. Maybe. I mean, and I'm not being. I'm not like making fun no. of him. Some I mean, guys have. It's just the skill set, and Marco seems to be really good on oval tracks. So, you know, maybe he needs to go over and try to get a ride in NASCAR. Yeah, needs to go to the trucks, start out in the truck or Xfinity Series. There's some, yeah, there's some good rides sure. available next year. Eight, well, uh, I mean, he could go. Well, no, you'd see that he's not international technically, so he can't be in the 91 Cup car. But, yeah, you could, you could, uh, you, yeah, definitely throw him in an Xfinity car. Let's go, Junior. Come on. All right. You want to go, you want to go cup racing? Here you go. Get Marco and Jenny. Yeah. Um, and, and go cup racing. Uh, switching over to F1, uh, Mad Max won the French G- uh, Grand Prix. Uh, Charles Leclerc crashed while leading. Um, so I guess the the, the million dollar question for the uh, for the F1 series is: Can you imagine what the points battle would look like if Ferrari actually was finishing all these races? <sighs> I, there are times when I just like it crushes me to have to do this, and this is one of them. But Charles, Charles, come on. I mean, you know, come on, man. You know, I mean, you're breaking my heart here. Just when it it feels like Ferrari has a a run for this, you know, and 
And and Cheryl needs to know better here. We're kind of at that point where it's like, come on now. But honestly, even with that, the strategists that Ferrari has, um, I think they need to fire them all because, uh, I mean, honestly, it, it I have seen some of the worst strategy calls in F1 history this year and, and even again over the weekend, um, you know, with, with some and not just them, some I mean. Gosh, it's it's like what are you, what are you guys doing, <laughs> you know? But um, yeah, that was really a shame because that that was definitely um, a race that I think Charles could have won. And as it was, you know, Max gets a, another win, and you know, it's kind of at the point where you say this is probably, in all honesty, with the momentum on his side, this is Max's championship to lose. That's true. I mean, Ferrari hasn't really been super like horrible this year, but they no, could have won way way more races than they've exactly won. That's exactly my point. Because um, if you think about all the races that Max has won this year, I'm looking at the at the at the schedule right now. He's won this. Uh, for, uh, France was his two, four, six, seventh win of the season, um, and, and Ferrari very well could have won at least half of those races. Um, they did win at Australia um, with Leclerc. They did win at Great Britain with uh, Carlos Sainz. And they won Austria well, yeah. with Leclerc. So they probably could have won another half of those races, and Max wouldn't have a 67-point advantage that he has right now over the rest of the field yeah. if they have been able to finish those races. But they've wrecked. They've had engine failures. They've had you know, penalties. They've had you name it, and it's happened to the Ferrari teams this it year. It really has. And real quickly, bravo to George Russell for one of the coolest, slickest uh, moves in the in in, the, in this year's F1 season when he basically snookered, uh, I forget who it was. It was in front of him, but uh, on the restart, you know, hanging back, and then when, as soon as the safety car disappeared, he gassed it, went and caught. <laughs> I think it was Perez. I'm not sure. I can't remember who it was, but I mean that was one of the. It was like, oh my gosh, George, that was amazing. Uh, he is George Russell is is certainly one of the. Uh, most exciting personalities in that series right now. He's very, he's fun and entertaining and great to watch, and he can wheel a car. Speaking of his own reality show. Yes. The George Russell Show. All right, we're going to step aside and, encourage uh, and take a break. Uh, we'll wrap everything up when we come back right here on the Inside Pass. I can't believe it's already been two hours. We'll be back right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. 
Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. I'm Lane Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Well, earlier in the show, we were talking about the Rackley Ward team, and I mentioned that uh, Matt Benedetto was going to be back at that team in 2023. Their tire specialist, Brad Perez, made his Truck Series debut earlier in the year. Now he's he going to make his Xfinity Series debut because oh. he's going to run uh, the Indy Road Course this week. Really? Yeah, for NBM. Oh, wow. So, Interesting. Thanks. Okay. I mean, struggle with the iron's hot, I guess. Right? That's right. I mean, you, That's good. Do what you got to uh, do. Yeah, good for him. Brad's a good dude. He's good at what he does. He's a good wheel man, too. He's got a racing background. It's not like he has like he's just, you know, Walter Mitty out there. He's he he just, you know, is one of the drivers who, okay, maybe I don't, you know, I'm not gonna have the funding or whatever. So he got into the, you know, other side of it and uh, now he's getting some opportunities to drive, which is great. Here's another fishy uh, fishy story for you. Uh Austin Dillon is gonna drive Brandon Brown's car this weekend because Brandon Brown's gonna drive Mike Harmon's car this weekend. Exactly. That's that's what that's exactly my thoughts. I don't even know what to. I, I, I don't, don't know either. where to go. I, I don't I, understand. That. I, I mean, I guess maybe Brandon w- was just wants Austin's opinion on how the car is doing. I, I I don't know why else you would step aside and get into a different car. Just especially Mike Harmon's car. No offense to Mr. Harmon, but it's not exactly Brandon Brown's car. That's true. So. That's Whatever. Really anyway, bizarre. All eyes on Indy this weekend. Yes. Uh, the the F one uh, not F one. Indy car is there. Xfinity's there. Cup is there. Trucks are there. So if you're in Indy this weekend, you got lots of racing action to go see. So yes. go support all of them and support your local Traxxas too, because you know they can't make Traxxas. money either. Traxxas, yes. Traxxas, support your local Traxxas, folks. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, all right. That's that's it uh, for our show, and that's it yeah. for me because I can't you're talk. Fired. We will week. see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to the Inside Pass, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow the Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
and visit theinsidepasslive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.